If you have primary school-aged kids or grandkids, make sure Vision Kids is part of their daily routine. Vision Kids! Vision Kids is a 24-7 online radio stream featuring the ever-popular Adventures in Odyssey. Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Plus other world-class radio dramas, kids' music and friendly voices. G'day, Vision Kids. Vision Kids is streaming now in the Vision app and online at visionkids.org.au. You can also tell your smart speakers to play Vision Kids Radio. If you don't already have the Vision app on your phone or tablet, you can download it for free when you search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Vision Kids. Another way we're helping the whole family look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. We're back today and talking through a few issues which, as a Christian, you'll recognize are incredibly important. Sometimes it's not so easy to put two and two together. But when we talk about having the Bible, God's revelation of himself, oftentimes we don't tend to connect the idea that you have to be able to read to really appreciate and understand and study the Bible. Well, the Bible Society Australia is constantly thinking about how they can fine-tune the ways that people can undertake a study of the Scriptures. And it starts with children and goes right through adult years. Let's talk through some of these issues today. Jonathan Harris is National Manager, Church and Community Relations for the Bible Society Australia. Hello, Jonathan. Welcome back to 2020. Oh, it's great to be back, Neil. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Uh, last time we were talking, Jonathan, we were talking about Indigenous translation and uh, reaching Australian Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities. But uh, today, let's talk a, a little wider than Australia, although we might uh, touch on some of those uh, issues with Indigenous communities. But Bible Society is working around the world in so many different nations. Give us a little, uh, in a nutshell, snapshot of the work that Bible Society is into in so many nations. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. Look, it really is just wonderful to be working for the Bible Society. In fact, since 1804, the Bible Societies around the world have been partnering together to really overcome many different issues. And we're finding that if the Bible is the foundation um, of cultural and social change, then we can really make sure that we're uh, basing things on the gospel message and not our own wisdom and knowledge. And so what we're, happen- what we're doing around Australia effectively is helping people to learn the scriptures, but when they learn the scriptures, they're able to actually bring about social transformation. And so globally, we partner with 30 different countries every year, and those 30 different countries, depending on what the need is, we can help bring about social transformation. I'm always amazed that reading the Bible re- results in social transformation. And I imagine if we were reflecting on that just for a few moments, uh, that reading words off a page is not as meaningful as where you have people who are engaging in a reflection on what those words mean. And sometimes we might use terminology like a theological reflection, but what does it mean? And God has a way of communicating truth through the way that we reflect on his word. But if you can't read it, you can't reflect, and you're not going to have any change. So this issue of literacy comes to the fore as being incredibly important. That's right. So when someone receives the Bible in their hands, but they can't read it, well, then we've wasted a lot of time and money actually translating it, printing it, and distributing it around the world. So we try to make sure that we engage people with the Bible. 
So whenever we send uh, the Bible to a country where there is a major illiteracy problem, what we'll do is we'll set up a campaign to make sure that people can learn to read. So we'll send out uh, MP3 readers uh, so that people can listen and then use the Bible as a template in many cases to use a text as a way to understand how to read. And then when they're hearing how to read, they're actually learning the Bible as well. And so that brings about an understanding of the gospel. And the other major issue that they're facing as well in these countries is the issue of poverty. So when people can't read, in most cases they're really challenged to make a living as well. So we also try to make sure the Bible or devices are provided as cheaply as we can or free in most cases. So literacy helps to break poverty cycles and people who would have ordinarily, if no one had bothered to give any attention to them, would have remained generationally in poverty. But when you come and you intervene in a situation, you introduce people to the Bible, you introduce them to a literacy program they learn to read, not only are they learning to read, uh, their life is going to change because they can then choose their own career because they have a level of literacy, but their, their, their essential morals and ethics are shaped by the things of God. So you have a, a person who's shaped by God's revelation. That is, it's an amazing thing to think of, Jonathan. Absolutely. And in fact, we're hearing wonderful stories coming through from countries like Pakistan, where we have our one case study of a woman, we've had to change her name, but Miss Roba, for example, she learnt to read using one of our Bible literacy programs. And then she said she loved it so much hearing God's word that she wanted to become a literacy tutor and teacher as well. So she went through the tutoring course. Now that she's actually a teacher herself, she then said, well, I need to really make sure that my whole village hears about the Word of God, and she corrects issues of injustice and also false teaching. And so she'll send us reports of the fact that she's corrected other so-called pastors who may be teaching heresy, and she's making a stand culturally. So it impacts the culture, but even more than that, just her immediate family is able to actually earn a living when they go to the marketplace. They can barter and get fair trade instead of uh, being victim to corruption. And when they change their family, that changes the village and changes their culture. And this is just one case of many in places like Pakistan, Cambodia, Laos, Cameroon, where these programs are going on right now. Last time we were talking, we were discussing the way that Bible translation has been very important in Australian uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities and uh, how that's actually bringing transformation in those communities. It's it's something that is universal here, isn't it? If you use the Bible as a literacy tool and as people come to appreciate and are shaped by it, uh, it doesn't matter what community, what culture, uh, that shaping comes in there and, and, and in fact whole villages and cultures can flourish. That's right. So we partner with groups like uh, Common Grace who really want to get formational Bible teaching because they see when the Bible is put into place, it actually really halts domestic violence. It helps youth. Uh, like, for example, in Northern Territory, almost 100% of uh, youths in detention in juvie are basically Indigenous kids, and we're deeply concerned about that. And so when we have Bible being taught in local churches and the local communities are working together with the churches, we're seeing uh, these rates are dropping, and we're determined to really make sure we can be there as transformative in that way. So we see the Bible as foundational to this. It's really important to make sure it's in their lives, in their hearts, but especially their heart language, their own language group. 
Jonathan, I can't help but reflect on the idea that so many Australians have the Bible on their bookshelf or they have it on their mobile device, but the only access that they're giving it to their hearts is perhaps a few verses that are being preached about on a Sunday. What's your advice for people who are not taking the Bible particularly seriously but recognising the transformational value of reading the Bible? How do you encourage people uh, that they need not to leave it on the bookshelf or not attend to it except if someone else is trying to tell you something but actually to consume it and be passionate about it yourself? Oh, look, this is the case for most of us, isn't it, really? I find the same with my wife, my family, that we have to get into great habits. In fact, one way we're trying to address this is to really make sure that the Bible is used in a format that people actually use. So we're partnering with Version, the Bible app, which is global, and uh, we have quite a few different translations and versions on that Bible app. And also you can li- listen to the Bible audibly in English and other languages, and also have reading plans. And so with those reading plans, you can share them with uh, all your, your different friends and your community, your school friends. Uh, and we're finding that that is being taken up uh, in droves right around Australia. But even more than that is the fact that unless we actually get make habits to read the Bible, then the fact is we're really led astray by anything that's out there, any social changes that are going on politically, economically. The Bible has to be really from the beginning. Uh, it's our foundation. Well, Jonathan Harris, you have an amazing family heritage, your parents, your grandparents into Bible translation and working with Indigenous communities around Australia. Uh, You're doing a wonderful job in your role there now as National Manager of Church and Community Relations for the Bible Society Australia. Uh, Thanks so much uh, for all of the good work that you do with the Bible Society in those nations that you mentioned, like Pakistan and Cameroon and Cambodia and Laos. Uh, No doubt there are all sorts of projects that you've got on the go and uh, let's not assume that finance is unlimited at the Bible Society such a wonderful well-established organization but no doubt there'll be people who'll be thinking how can I support the Bible Society how do we put people in touch with you oh uh, it's very straight onto our website uh, biblesociety.org.au that'd be the best way in fact then you click on the button that says our work and then there's a map of the world and you can see in uh, almost every country we're doing something. So the Bible Society partner was United Bible Societies, and uh, they're in nearly 200 countries around the world. So there's no end of work being done that people can partner with. Uh, no end to the need and if you haven't been a supporter of Bible Society, good time to start biblesociety.org.au Jonathan Harris thanks so much for sharing your heart with us today on 2020 Thanks so much Neil for having me on Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.